You are listening to a Natural Products Insider podcast. With Heather Granado, Vice President, Content, Health and Nutrition. Brought to you by Supply Side West, November 6 through 10 in Las Vegas. Welcome to the Healthy Insider Podcast. I'm Heather Granado, the VP of Content here at Informa's Health and Nutrition Network. I'm on site in Secaucus, New Jersey at Supply Side East. And sitting with me is uh, Dr. Duffy Mackay. Duffy is the Vice Pres- Senior Vice President, excuse me, Scientific and Regulatory Affairs at the Council for Responsible Nutrition. And he spoke immediately before this podcast regarding industry self-regulation and the role of the supplement owl, which is just celebrating its first birthday. So Duffy, thank you so much for being here. Thank you, Heather. It's wonderful to be here. It's great to be at the show. Thank you. So we wanted to talk a little bit about the importance of self-regulation. You started out talking a little bit about self-regulation being really an important responsibility of industry and why now is a particularly important time for self-regulatory efforts. Give me a little context on that. Well, in Washington, D.C., we have an administration right now that's not emphasizing federal regulations. They're de-emphasizing it. And, you know, that's just how the way politics work. And so the pendulum will swing back and forth. And so during this time when there's less emphasis on federal regulations, we have to remember that we have a reputation and that reputation will be the same reputation when the pendulum swings the other way. So we, we, we cannot lose momentum on the programs we've put in place. And it's just so much more important so that the next government comes along and they feel they'll take a look at our industry. And if we have if we you know, we're disciplined and mature and, and you know, we're taking care of uh, self-regulation and making sure that we don't have problems, there will not be a desire and need for new legislation and new regulations. Well, it's really the responsibility of industry. We're promoting products that are for consumers' health. So really, we should want to self-regulate to make sure that we are delivering the highest quality. Absolutely. And I think it's fair to say that consumers are uh, increasingly demanding more transparency. They want to know where ingredients come from. They want to know sourcing practices, ethics practices. And so industry needs to respond to that and and lift the curtain and, and be willing to be transparent with lots of different stakeholders. We have our regulators. We have retailers who are really interested in the products they put on their shelf. And then, of course, ultimately the consumer. Absolutely. So talk to me a little bit about how the industry came together around this concept of a registry and what's the purpose? You know, I think it's fair to say around 2013, uh, Dick Durbin had introduced a bill that had a variety of new regulatory suggestions in it. And some of them were very burdensome and unnecessary and would not improve our operating environment. As we look through that legislation, there was one thing that stood out where he had recommended a product registry. And in that, he justified it by talking about around the globe in many countries, if you want to import a dietary supplement, you need to register the product and the ingredients. The regulators need to know what it looks like. So the idea was not just CRN's idea. We heard this idea amongst uh, various leaders, CEOs. We heard it from other trade associations. But we were a lot of talk. 
Then came 2015 and the New York Attorney General splashed our name across the head, uh, front of the New York Times and people re recognized that we need to protect our reputation. I think it's fair to say that pushed everyone into action and we got support from multiple different, all of the other different trade associations, some of the other nonprofit organizations that really support us at CRN, you do this, we'll support it. And so that gave us the motivation to build the supplement OWL. Fantastic. Um, so it's been a year since the OWL went live and, you know, obviously you had this goal of a single authoritative registry. How has this been received? Are you seeing industry and companies embracing this and becoming a part? It's, it, the early adopting companies that jumped right on board, clearly uh, leadership companies, companies that have a vision of a future where you no longer see a headline that says this industry is unregulated, which we know is patently false, but we continue to see that falsity out there. So the companies so far that really see a vision of a future where we have you know, fully transparent, people know where our products and ingredients come from. So they all jumped on board. So we have about 10,000 labels in there now. And we just have to continue to build awareness. Some people just don't know about it yet. When we tell them about it, they're very happy. They get right on it. They're putting their labels in. We have major brands. Uh, we have major retail brands. We have legacy brands. We have small brands. So I think the motivation is just continuing to build. Uh, and I, you know, I, Things happen slowly. We can't, it's not going to happen overout, but we are one years old just about today. So next year, maybe we'll have another conversation and I can report a doubling of number of labels. Fantastic. I think you've also had very positive feedback from regulators regarding the registry. Yeah. So we've been really trying to keep the Food and Drug Administration, the state attorney generals aware of our activities, continually providing them updates, and they're giving us positive feedback. They know that if we're able to do this, it only supports their efforts. It helps save resources so they can focus on bad actors or real public health risks, and we can kind of police ourselves as, a, as an assist, if you will. So we're going to check back in a year, but what does this really look like? What does the future of our industry look like if we do have a strong self-regulatory initiative in place? So I'm envisioning a place where all of the dietary supplement labels are in this database. And if someone has a question about who's carrying a certain ingredient, they'll be able to search through the database and get a list of companies who's using that ingredient. So that's the ultimate vision. How will we get there? I think a variety of pressures. We're, we're seeing retailers demanding more test results, asking for certain GMP certificates. And that, all that information can be put into the supplement owl so there can be a business-to-business -business exchange so that our retail partners have a good look inside of that bottle. What's on the label is in the bottle and there's evidence of proof. Helps them reduce their risk that they're carrying, you know, we want them carrying fully compliant products and we're just giving them the tools to check, the, you know, check this out in an easy way. Fantastic. Well, I think it's a wonderful vision and certainly something that we're on board with. So continue to support the OWL. Thank you again, Duffy, for being here at Supply Side East. Thank you, Heather. And I thank you so much for your support of the OWL. It's really appreciated. Absolutely. And to our listening audience, if you want to look at it's supplementowl.org. So check it out online. Uh, we certainly appreciate you tuning in to this edition of the Healthy Insider Podcast. You can follow us at at NatProdInsider, hashtag Insider Podcast. We'll be back to you soon. 
For more award-winning podcasts for ministry experts, go to insider.com and click in the podcast section. You can also find us on Apple Podcasts by searching Healthy Insider Podcast. Hit subscribe to never miss an episode. To join the conversation about the supplement industry, leave a comment on the podcast's Twitter, Facebook, or SoundCloud accounts. This episode has been brought to you by Supply Side West, November 6th through 10 in Las Vegas.